Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Norman, Internet Marketing Manager here at BlackBot and your host for this nonprofit technology podcast. This is episode 26 for May 5th, 2009. Well, the 2009 Nonprofit Technology Conference is officially over and we've all returned home. Twitter's breathing at a normal rate again. And, uh, you know, everyone's really trying to figure out how to implement all these great ideas that they learned at the event. So for today's show, I wanted to bring together a large, slightly unruly cast of NTC attendees to sort of break down the experience and continue the conversation. So hopefully this won't be too distracting that there's how many of us? Ten of us on the call here today? Nine of us? Um, but yeah. Is anyone listening? We're all, we're all talking. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the entire audience is here on the call. No, uh, so anyway, <laughs> joining me today from BlackBot here is uh, Melanie Mathis, uh, Public Relations Manager here. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thanks, Jay. Also, Steve McLaughlin coming in from upstairs, the Director of Internet Solutions here at BlackBot. Hey, Chad. Hello, Steve. Allison Van Dees, who um, has a normal level of audio this week, <laughs> sitting right in front of me, Senior Marketing Manager for BlackBot Internet Solutions. Hello. All right, and another old cohort, Danielle Brigida, the Social Media Outreach Coordinator at Coordinator at the National Wildlife Federation. Coordinator. Coordinator. I like that, yeah. Uh, Ponta Mayu. <laughs> Triple word you score. Will. Don't you? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Love it. I wrote that down. Okay. So. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show, Danielle. It's no podfather, but that's a good one. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> All right, and uh, three new guests this week. I'm so excited to have Anna Richter here, the program coordinator at N10. I'm excited to be here on my first podcast. Yes. And with all you wonderful NTC folks. Yeah, you sound well-rested. I feel like I can breathe about it, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah, we're really pleased to have you on the show, and hopefully you'll be able to definitely give us some insight onto how the event went. Peter Campbell, someone I've known for a while now and haven't been on the show, a director of IT at Earth Justice. Welcome to the show, Peter. Happy to be here. Great to have you here. Like NTC is like the conference that never ends. This feels like another session. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't ever end. I like it, I like it. And I'm also pleased to have uh, one of the self-professed cool kids, David Neff, the director of Web. <laughs> Film and interactive strategy for the American Cancer Society. Welcome, David. Hey, thanks for having me. And, and Chad, you called me that. It's not self professed Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, did I, did I did I make that up? Was that me? going <laughs> down. Uh, all right, that's cool. I thought well, we could blame John Dunn. He's not here. There's nothing cooler than calling yourself a cool kid. That's so like I'm glad he corrected you, Chad. <laughs> 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 or a social media expert. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to go there. All right. <laughs> I, and I do want to give props to Allison Cherry and uh, and uh, Michael Sfino from Beacon Fire. They were going to make it today, but weren't able to do so. Would have liked to have had them, but I think uh, we're in good hands here with the panel. So anyway, I thought, you know, we'd kick it off. Just again, I really want to talk about NTC today. We can probably get into some other news later down if we need to. Really, we we're all at the events, ex- with the exception of Melanie, I believe. So I thought this would be a good chance to just sort of deconstruct the event. Um, and, Anna, I, you know, I thought I'd start with you, Anna. Just kind of ask, you know, how the staff is recovering. How are you doing? And how do you sort of, you know, get back to the office after an event like this? Oh, how do we get back to the office with about <laughs> 25 boxes to <laughs> unpack mm-hmm. and um, just pouring over evaluations and pouring over old tweets and not old. Um, still active right. tweets on the 09 NTC um, Twitter stream and following all your blog write-ups and also just looking at Flickr photos and nice. 
talking about everything we wish we would have done differently. Um, already. <laughs> already. <I like> oh, <laughs> yeah. Holly and I already had a conversation about 2010 this morning. So Nice. Good to hear. Well, what's the initial um, feedback been like? Is it, I'm assuming it's all been pretty positive, but uh, any surprises? We haven't had too many surprises. It's been overwhelmingly positive, um, aside from some snafus with the program book and, you know, the wireless going down. Everything else has been been really positive and we've done a, a few write-ups and we're going to continue to do some write-ups on on things that we we see we can do better but um right. i think i was just looking over some of the session evaluations and they're really great and people are excited and learning a lot and the we are media sessions that people got their hands yeah. you know dirty and social media went really well and um the ignite presentations once we figured out the proper venue for those um right. people had a good time doing those so we were excited to see a lot of the new programming go off pretty well yeah yeah i was amazed and, at how well everything went off how many volunteers help you run the event i know there's only you know five or six of you on staff um how many people are there helping you guys um we have another staff of about six folks um okay. and that help us with with production and av and making sure that you know everything is is running smooth on the back end so right. it's a it's a pretty tight crew it was um almost all of our second ntc together okay we're getting turned into a well-oiled machine <laughs> Well, definitely. Some room. You can tell it's a well-oiled machine. I mean, the event ran just remarkably smoothly. I think I speak for everyone on the call that it was mm-hmm. uh, really a blast. So, got any crazy numbers to share for us? Like, you know, a number of attendees, number of Danishes consumed, uh, <laughs> anything, anything crazy <laughs> like that? <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I could. I, I should sum up the number of Danishes consumed, but I do know that 36 gallons of coffee for 1,400 people is still not enough. <laughs> I was just going to say, number of coffee left, zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No coffee went unconsumed. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, nice. Well, before we get into the event, um, I thought we'd start, you know, sort of at the beginning, maybe with the day of service. And I know Peter, you're you're very involved with this. Can you let us uh, in on a little bit how the day of service went? Day of service is always, I think, a really great, satisfying event. And I know that the people who went out to uh, Treasure Island and did the wireless install there had a blast. Um, and I think pictures showing up for that on Flickr already. Yeah. And I did a consult with a small nonprofit, small, but to spread out. They have four offices across the country and about uh, 10 people. So they were they were looking for ways that they could work better as a um, spread out group. A lot of fun. Always very satisfying. Right. Well, now, what, did you do a one-on-one consult or were you with a group of people helping this organization? It was a one-on-two. I had okay. the uh, operations and marketing director from the um, organization and it was fun because, you know, there really wasn't that much to talk about in terms of what the consult was about, which was phone and video options. I gave them some okay. options that might fit their budget, which was not much budget at all. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then we kind of went over all of it from, you know, blogging strategy to uh, um, looking at their Salesforce custom installation and making some comments on that. And it was rambling, but fun. Right. That's great. Did anybody else here participate? Anna? You were busy unpacking boxes. Uh, yeah. Recommended for next year. Anna can, I don't think she needs to do it. Uh, yeah, right. Probably has other things. <laughs> I, would lo- I would love to participate in the day of service, but I'm sure there's you're... too many other logistics matters that have to be taken sure. care of on, sure. on yeah. the first day of the show. But I did hear some really good feedback, and, and there was a, there was an unusual amount of no-shows, and we were already discussing ways to, to improve that those connections before the, the conference so that that doesn't happen for folks right well yeah i definitely recommend it for anybody that's going for sure and i, I don't know what the what the growth has been like year over year but uh you know i think it, 
was it listed as 70, 70 or 75 this year as far as the consults go? Which which was about 25 more than we had in 2008. Yeah, it seems like such a great service. I mean, if you're if you're attending the event just that with all these, uh, you know, sort of geeks on site. Are you looking forward to Atlanta next year? Do you have any idea what the um, group project will be? We haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> it's still in a box somewhere. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's definitely still in a box. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll let you guys know as soon as possible. Everything's moving forward much faster with 2010 than it right. than it was with 09. But we'll all be driving there, you know, next year. So if you need That's us right. to bring Party anything bus. in the van, you know, Training. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's right. Well, uh, you guys bring all the rock band stuff so that we don't have to ship it. <laughs> or maybe our photo booth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're trying to get them to buy here. <laughs> we want a photo booth. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about sessions. Danielle and David, I thought I'd start with you all since I really, really loved your session and actually walked away with a bunch of takeaways from your content. Tell us, our listeners a little bit about your session and uh, how it went because I'm kind of interested in what the questions you got afterwards because as I tried to escape the room, there was a flood of people coming towards you. Well, I was actually... I'm. You're talking about the confessions of a social media campaigner? Yes. I was, I, I can speak for myself, I was really nervous and David was kind of laughing at me beforehand <laughs> because I had scaled back my presentation so that it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't perf- like exactly um, impressive results if you look at it from, you know, we're a national organization and we're, we're pretty big, but um, it was about our Green Hour program and how we really did just use social media to grow our list. We had no budget. We had nothing else. And so a lot of the people after the fact were coming up to me and, and saying, you know, thanks for talking about a smaller organization. But right. that, I mean, that was really, that was my point because I think um, Carrie and David did a really good job at covering, you know, what you can do when you're organized and you have a lot of money or you have a really set goal. Um, I was going in with, well, you just have like a few hours a day. No, I don't <laughs> make me sound like a popper, but I'm not, but you know, <coughs> think about. yeah, I mean, I really, I really like too, when you talked about um, the good neighbor program, you know, that, yeah. um, just, a, just a little bit about like, uh, you know, how you can just try stuff and not worry so much about, you know, the cost or even the, even the results. Just, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Wasn't that one of Clay Shirky's big quotes? Fail informatively. Yeah. yeah. So um, you can't yeah. succeed if you don't launch or something along those lines. Right. So when people came, approached you afterwards, what were they looking for specifically? Like you said, like, hey, that was a great idea. I'm a small org. I can do that too. Yeah. Well, one person even gave me some tips on how to like market to Green Hour. And we'd already been doing nice. a little bit of it. But someone came up and was like, have you heard of Blog Her? And they were like being really, really helpful and sweet. And that was that was cool. I mean, that <laughs> was like a lot of people just came up and said, you know, thanks for talking about that. A lot of people still ask, you know, how do you get internal buy-in, which mm. I think is still... Yep. A huge issue, especially especially with smaller nonprofits. I'm kind of on the other side where now we have buy-in and it's figuring out how to organize it so that not everyone's flooding the social media side of things at once. You know, so <laughs> nice. How about your stuff, David? Because um, you had a couple really cool, like you know, uh, programs that you talked about. You know, specifically uh, the latest program that you've launched with American Cancer. Um, tell tell us a little bit about um, those programs and you know how you sort of framed it for the audience. Uh, well, the the newest thing we launched uh, was our More Birthdays campaign. I don't know if any of you guys have actually seen those commercials, but we just launched those, uh, and you guys can check it out at morebirthdays.com. Uh, we basically just set out to rebrand a lot of what we're doing. Uh, when we asked people in the audience, even at NTC, you know, people thought walks. Uh, somebody at my second panel yelled out old, right. <laughs> uh, which, which is pretty funny. Uh, you know, when you ask like, what do you think of our organization? Old. So uh, 
<laughs> you know, our, our main thing is we did a lot of rebranding uh, and simplified it. And, you know, one of the main takeaways I wanted people to know is that people don't necessarily need your six-page uh, description of who you are because they just want to read about it. I mean, your mission statement doesn't have to fit into a Twitter message, but uh, that needs to be somewhere on your site so people can do this quick takeaway of who you are and what you do. An organization, the American Cancer Society, is, is almost 100 years old, so obviously, you know, we've always been dedicated to one thing. It's just making sure people know what that one thing is uh, and how we're making changes in their lives. So that was our main thing. I also talked about what we did for Charity Water uh, and played a little bit of our Charity Water video that I just did that as a volunteer here in Austin and, right. and things like that. So um, it was a lot of fun, and uh, that was definitely a packed session, which is really cool to hear everybody come up and, and talk to us afterwards. Yeah. And I really like how you framed it, too, about how this sort of uh, the morebirthdays.com social media program was sort of like in an effort to rebrand American Cancer Society. And that might be some good advice, too, for other people looking to start campaigns like this as well, because the executive director will be like, hey, how much money is this going to bring us in? You know, how can we measure engagement? And social media programs are a great way to rebrand, I think, your organization as well. Am I, am I wrong? There's another, you know, a great way to, like, show yourself in a different light, new audience, and actually, you know, try to get, you know, your uh, positioning and branding back online. No, 100%. I think this is the best way we could have gone about it right. um, is going out there and just saying, hey, we're going to own all of our own channels. You know, we're going to be on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn. Uh, there's got to be every possible way you can reach out and connect with us. And while we're doing that, while we're taking the plunge, we might as well just do that and rebrand along with that and mm -hmm. let people spread our message of who we are and, and what we're doing. Uh, and the neat part about social media is instant results, right? Like you can go yeah. to morebirthdays.com right now and look at the counter and see how many people have kind of uh, given up their birthdays for the American Cancer Society as the official sponsor of birthdays. And you can just go to the front of the site and the widget has the little you know tick mark uh, that I think we're almost up to 30,000 people have declared us to be you know, the official sponsor of their upcoming birthday. <laughs> and the same for the Facebook app. It's all transparent, right? You can yeah. go and see how many people uh, have signed up to be on our Facebook page or how many people have sponsored their birthdays with us and things like that. So it's really cool. I'm really excited to be a part of it. Can you share some of the ways that you're sort of measuring the softer side of these metrics, like measuring the engagement? I mean, you threw out like, you know, well, there's 30,000 people that have signed up to give their birthday. Uh, is there any other kind of like metrics that you're looking at? Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, I mean, we are tracking donations. Um, mm -hmm. We have, you know, some partners out there and you can actually go and create like a help me sponsor my birthday. And so instead of doing a birthday party, you know, where people give you five bucks and a card from Grandma Sue, all of a sudden you, you know, she can go and make a donation in your name for your birthday. Right. Uh, and you can have a page that talks about why, you know, kicking cancer's butt is important to you. And, you know, please, instead of giving me a gift that I already have, give five bucks to the American Cancer Society. And you can just, you can see that those pages are starting to replicate. Um, and once again, it's transparent. You can go to the page right now and see a complete list of how many people have signed up for those birthday pages. And uh, I tried to get Ms. Carrie Lewis on the show, but I contacted her, I think, too late. So I did not hear back from her. But I really liked her stuff as well. I was telling Melanie when I got back, I, I had a lot of takeaways from her. I love the concept of nooners, right? Which is uh, <laughs> nine nooners. <laughs> Right. Not a drinking game. Um, it's uh, a <laughs> nine minute meetings at noon with like sort of all the people involved with social media across your organization with online communication. I thought it was a great idea because um, we're about the same size as some of your orgs. So you can see how it gets out of control. Right. You have lots of other people around the company trying to get involved with this stuff. And it's kind of nice to like touch base and 
see what everybody's doing. So definitely a lot of cool takeaways from that session. Anyone else? Allison, Steve, you've both been very quiet. Peter, any sessions you want to talk about? Well, there was a great one about the value of online fundraising. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did not go to that because I was with Corey giving a podcasting session. So oh, yes. T- tell us about it. Um, actually, it was great. Uh, I felt people really responded well to it because we talked pretty frankly about, um, you know, the value of each of the main internet marketing channels as a fundraising channel, but then also had a very, I thought, good discussion about other ways it might be measured. So um, this was right on the heels, of course, of the Facebook causes um, report being released by Washington Post um, week before last or so. And so people were feeling pretty passionate about whether or not it was even fair to judge social media from a perspective of how much revenue it's bringing in today. And so it was neat to have a discussion about, okay, if your board or your organization wants to or is insisting on measuring these channels from a financial perspective, here's how you'd go about doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's some of the sort of secondary measures that you might use if you want to kind of give a channel a little more credit than it might be getting naturally. But then also, is that even relevant? Should you be thinking about it in terms of the financial impact right now? Or should channels like social media be more about the reach? Right. And how do you then convey that to people that maybe don't necessarily get it? And it was neat because I think everybody got a little bit of something out of it. People that wanted to hear that there should be kind of a financial measure felt I think relieved that we talked about it from that perspective and that maybe we endorsed some of the older channels that like like email ancient you know that people are still um having a lot of success with and that maybe they should be investing in a little bit more than some of the newer channels whereas people who are very confident in the impact of the newer channels got something out of it too because they were able to say hey look it's not all about the dollars and cents here's what other organizations are doing that makes it worthwhile for them so it was a good discussion steve didn't you blog about it and sort of in that vein like you know with the article being you know why isn't Facebook causes making money? And you sort of asked, you know, was well, that even the right question to be asking? Yeah, there, there was a lot of discussion about that, I think, in the hallways and sort of the questions in some of the sessions around results from social media. Obviously, the, the report that was in the Washington Post talked a lot about, you know, Facebook, the causes app isn't raising a lot of money, but it's not designed to. I mean, that mo- a lot of the social media stuff is around relationship building. It's friend raising, not fundraising. And I, and I think, that's one of the key takeaways that was talked about in a lot of the sessions. It's a way to engage people in some new ways. But if you're looking for it to raise millions, it doesn't, directly at least. I think in Allison's session, she showed, talked about a case study from an organization, Save the Bay, where they used the causes application, didn't raise a lot of direct income. But when they traced back giving online giving that came from people who were friends and followers, that actually did add up to a, a decent amount of online giving and and that's the way you need to look at it from a from a metric standpoint all right social media campaigners david danielle any thoughts on that yeah i mean <laughs> confess i think it, yeah i think another one of our our kind of takeaways from that session was that you have to integrate social media it yeah. can't just be its standalone mm-hmm. marketing which is what you know what i had to do for a long time and i'm still like i'm breaking in now but forever it was social media is its own thing And it is like a different way, but you have to integrate it um, Mm -hmm. or else you won't see as much success. You have to you have to have the buy in, I think. So and it's it's not always easy and it takes a while. But I I definitely agree that we are forgetting even the name that social media is social. It's not it's not called fundraising media. It's not, you know, so (laughs) 
why are I mean, why are we trying to hold it to the same standards? But yeah, and I Danielle, yeah. I throw I throw in that for most of what you just said, if you substitute the term technology for social media and mm-hmm. all about integrating, it's the exact same thing. Right. It's <laughs> true. No, definitely. Yeah. I think you're so right. And I mean the the thing is, you know, I just I really truly feel like we're gonna be in a very interesting time where, you know, right now our goal or a lot of organizations are trying to build their list. They're trying to get their email list. But we have to really think, is email the best way to communicate with people now? Or, I mean, is it going to still be the best way in 10 years? I mean, we have to be thinking ahead, too. I know right now the numbers are still showing. But, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I take a lot of the email I have in my inbox for granted. And, you know, I answer my direct messages on Twitter Mm -hmm. sometimes faster. So we just we have to be thinking as organizations, like, is our ultimate goal always to push and build an email list or is it to, to build like a varied pyramid of supporters? And that's kind of what social media allows you to do. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways that um, social media in 2009 are a lot like web media in 1999. The newness factor is worn off, so people are actually doing things with it. But a lot of what organizations are doing with it is they're doing it in silos, right? And right. so much of what's being done now is around awareness building, trying to engage people. And only just now are people starting to look at, well, what are the metrics and how are we tracking this? And then how does this integrate back with other systems we use to know that the people who are on Facebook or on Twitter or on other places, are those people donors? Are those new people? Are those old people? How does that tie in? It's, it's kind of deja vu all over again as this, as this matures. Right. Now, David, for more birthdays, you seem like you've done a really good job of integrating this across channels, whether it's your website, email, definitely Facebook. Uh, can you speak to a little bit about what the planning was like around that? Uh, well, I think part of the, the ease of it, and it was uh, developed at our national home office in Atlanta, Georgia, was that, you know, is that it was a new campaign. So you could just sit down and be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, let's do this. I mean, it was neat for, uh, for me to see as somebody who'd been kind of pushing social media in the organization that it got adopted and, and transferred out. And then we got, you know, a week before the campaign went out, we got an email from our CEO that was like, do you want to talk about it on Twitter? You know, <laughs> here it is, um, okay. which is, you know, not something I thought I would see within the next, like, three years, much less within, you know, 2009 and things like that. So it was neat, and it's a lot, it was a lot easier for us, too, because it was a brand-new campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're integrating it backwards with all the stuff we do. But, you know, the average reach to recovery driver or the average, you know, volunteer that we recruit off the street is probably still word of mouth or they came to a Relay for Life event or something like that. So, um, but for a new campaign, I, I think we, we nailed it. You aren't worried that people are going to start thinking about cancer when they think about their birthday? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I hope they do, to be honest, because, I mean, the whole point of the campaign is that, you know, we're allowing you to have another birthday. Exactly, yeah. And, and so as the official sponsors of birthdays, you know, we're helping these thousands of, of people out there, millions of people to overcome the disease, to get the right treatment, and that we actually take care of them every step of the way, which people just think that we're A, old, uh, B, or a research organization. But, yeah. you know, we <laughs> help patients and we recruit volunteers that drive them to their treatments. I mean, there's all this stuff that we just don't get recognized for. What was that? Uh, and hopefully I'll get the foot in the door for people to realize that. What's that great new tagline you guys have? I don't know if it's new, but is it get well, stay well, or what is it? Yeah, it's uh, get well, stay well, yeah. uh, find cures, and yeah. fight back. 
Nice. I love that. <laughs> and so, I mean, that, that sums us up as an organization in four yeah. things, which is, is pretty sweet. Yeah. Very cool. Danielle, you've talked a little bit about what you did with Facebook and you guys obviously spent a lot of time and, and you know, burned a lot of hours working on the strategy, but you guys didn't actually incur a lot of development costs, right? You didn't build an app? No, I mean, yeah. we actually, well, we did for our activists side. Yeah, of okay. We, we did build a, a Facebook application, but it was pretty much focused on protecting the Endangered Species Act. Okay. Um, and this was a while ago. This was legislation that Bush was kind of weakening. And so we built this application and it did it did fairly well, but I, I wouldn't say that I would recommend it to I, I wouldn't recommend an app for a, a limited time campaign like that. Right. I mean, it was so limited. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. It, it, like looking at David's campaign, because it was, it's going to be forever. And you obviously, David, spent a lot of money on the app, right? I don't mean we need to know how much money. I just mean that was a big part of your plan, right? I mean, actually, yeah. I mean, the bigger part is, is obviously media buys. Yeah. You know, and getting the word out. And, and you know, if you guys have seen the commercial and, and things like that, too, although a lot of that is donated and pro bono work. But okay. yeah, there's definitely. Right. All yeah. Right. Very good. Well, I wanted to ask you that Peter's on here, and I don't want to bore you to death with social media stuff, Peter. <laughs> but I definitely, you know, I, you're, so you, yeah, right. I know you're into it too, but I know you have a unique perspective as far as like the, you know, the IT vein of the conference. And I'd love to hear a little bit about what the vibe was at those sessions and what were some of the big IT issues that were coming out? What were people talking about? I'll do my best on that. And here, yeah. here, Anna will forgive me because she's heard my uh, speech on this before. <laughs> right. Um, I have a concern. I actually uh, charged the uh, Talk Back to TechSoup session with it that our major nonprofit tech support groups like N10 and TechSoup are, are leaving behind a whole lot of people who don't have Twitter accounts. And they're the <laughs> ones who, you know, go over and fix your computer when it's broken and install the routers and the servers and do all that. Really, I, I'm a big social media fan, but I, I don't think I'm your typical person who's working in the server room. So I'm, I'm really hoping that... And, and, I'm going to push again that next year we have a new track that maybe we call the Geek Track and have more more sessions there really towards just keeping the technology working. And so my I did probably led probably what was the uh, geekiest session of the whole conference one on virtualization. <laughs> nice virtualization being something that is just tearing the walls down for people who work with servers and technology and is something that is completely geeky and incomprehensible to everyone else. So one of my personal missions is to break it down into plain English, what, what this means. Right. Um, so the session was really focused on, on doing that, kind of saying, here is technology that basically allows you to do everything better using a lot less electricity, using a lot less hardware, and a lot less budget. <laughs> nice. And, you know, and particularly at Earth Justice, it's focused on mine to have the greenest uh, server room out there. <laughs> um, so pushing for that. And I just want to jump in here and say that we definitely support Peter in that mission. And whether it's a, a new track or beefing up the IT track, we're definitely yeah. open to getting more of those sessions on the agenda. And hopefully we'll be able to do some of that in some webinar form here over the summer. We're going to do sort of some best of the best NTC sessions in each track. So we'll definitely be calling on all of you and um, some of the other speakers out there to, to pull together some of that content. And I'd be remiss in uh, leaving out also that my other session was on um, planning and prioritizing, and it was a session based on my chapter in the N10 book, uh, okay. Managing Technology to Meet Your Mission. Nice. We can't do this podcast without mentioning that we have a book. Yes, no, <laughs> nor should we. <laughs> you can definitely find that book on Amazon. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Please buy the book. <laughs> Please buy the book. <laughs> Some restrictions may apply. See store for details. <laughs> 
got that one down. Yeah, I got I to gotta do that one once an episode. So <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, uh, what else should we talk about? How about uh, Clay Shirky? We, we talk about Clay Shirky for a while, right? Tom Hanks? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, what's up with that? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was freaking me out for about 10 minutes. No, seriously, that was a, really a killer keynote. Um, I'm, I assume everybody was there. Um, lots of great quotes. Do you think a lot, everybody uh, really walked away with a lot of good stuff from Clay? Definitely. I did, Crickets. man. I yeah. was blown away. Yeah. <laughs> I was too. I mean, I've read the book, but I had no idea. I'd never really looked him up online to really see him speak. And um, it was very, very good stuff. He needs to come to our event. He needs to come to my kid's birthday party. I'll share as I did on Twitter last week that the Wednesday morning I had talked with my boss about, you know, the usual stuff, uh, how resistant everybody is to adopting technology. And I used the quote, you know, which I probably flub, which is, the change you fear has already happened. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the lost it completely in context. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. No, that's a great one. I was actually interviewed for um, Child Advocacy 360 a couple days ago, and the reporter was asking or was conveying a fear from child organizations about you know the concern over scandals and how that would be how, how social media would be a part of that and whether they should put themselves out there, et cetera. And it was great to be able to use that quote. I paraphrased it. I didn't say it as well as right. Peter just did. But, um, <laughs> but just that whole notion that that's going to happen regardless. You've already lost the control and you might as well have your own side of the story, your own yeah. you know, voice out there. I mean, we're all, we all know this. But every now and then somebody listens that's not already a convert. <laughs> so I try to represent for that group that's still talking about email. Sorry, Danielle. <laughs> no, no, no. I love email. Don't get me wrong. I do email for half my job. Right. I just, you know, I think there's, there's a, sh- a shift. I mean, I don't think it's changing for... A, Certainly, direct mail is still extremely effective, too. It's just figuring out how you can incorporate them all to make sense and be like your orchestra of communication. Let me throw this in. that One of the things I walked away from the conference, one of the things that really fascinated me about this whole conference was the Twitter effect. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I really walked away feeling like we as a community probably use Twitter better than most people. I mean... it. I blogged about this last week that it does feel in a lot of ways like this conference hasn't ended because it's still going on on Twitter. I, I have about uh, 480 followers, and of that, probably 350 of them are N10 members. So just totally uh, hooked in, you know, and I'm following all of them back. So, right. so it's huge online community that we use to keep this stuff up, sharing the tips, sharing the wisdom. Yep. And I think you're right. Great. I think people really know how to use it too, how to use the hashtag, how to retweet things, when to retweet things. And yeah, it's, I think as, as a community, I think we're using it very well, for sure. It, it had a couple of impacts on me. One was that because I've been connected to a lot of these people all year, um, going to the conference, I met for the first time a number of people. Yep. But I didn't have to ask them, you know, so what do you do at your organization or anything right. like that? I knew all that. I knew more than that. I knew if they had kids. I knew if they, uh, <laughs> you know, what music they liked. And it meant that I dived right into these great conversations with people I already knew. That's so pretty cool. much. And that really, I think, strengthened the conference. Hey, David, I see you just uh, followed me on Twitter. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Anna, my, my, one, my one criticism of the conference, my one real criticism, the thing that we totally missed, we should have had the Twitter name on the ID badges. Oh, <laughs> oh no. good idea. We need to, we need to make that a first field in the database. <laughs> How many people, you know, did Danielle have to say, well, I'm star focused? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's well, true. Focus. Everyone needs a T-shirt with their avatar on it. That's, just, that's, <laughs> nice. that's a good go. point. Yeah. Well, you know, well, last year cool specifically for N10, I cut my hair. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> but like this a, year, I was like, it's grown so much. I'm just not even going to try and look yes. like I did two years ago. So, <laughs> well, Chad, you, Chad, you should have just done the the South by Southwest thing where you just ride it on your bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did. I did do that for South by Southwest, and I felt extremely awesome. <laughs> I always wear the orange and black coat that I wear in my avatar when I go to like N10 events. Nice. So people can find me. And Danielle, you should. Danielle, you should have just had Beth Cantor introduce you all the time, as she loves to do. So yeah, that, 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 was my, that was my key to success. She, she just introduces me as at Dave I am. Right. Uh, oh, does she? And I'm like, I'm like, don't worry about my real name. <laughs> Beth Cantor. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that will come later. <laughs> well, my real name is a little bit harder to say. I've, I've been thinking about changing it. You know, legally to star focus. No. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle star is focus. just a step too difficult for people to remember and spell and say. So, and I understand. You know what? It's not phonetic. So, <laughs> I dig it. I'm totally calling you Star Focus from now on. That's right. <laughs> or, yeah. or Mr. Rick, right? No. <laughs> Pound Please. fancy rat. <laughs> Pound sign. Yeah. <laughs> all right yeah we've completely digressed now i love it <laughs> this is good stuff um all right what else do we really need to talk about any uh big takeaways from the event uh just uh, before we get on to the news and other stuff um did, anybody, did any of you walk away with anything that like hey i'm going back and i'm doing this on monday uh, i'll go on that one uh, uh -huh. the google panels i thought were really good i wouldn't say that they had the best nonprofit spokespeople there like talking about their nonprofit products but I think they did a really good overview yeah. of what they actually offer and a lot of stuff I had never heard of uh, you know I I really enjoy the geospatial recognition that the geek nerd part of me enjoys that I don't know how that works into an everyday product that I can deliver that I would get credit for my performance evaluations at the end of the year <laughs> and, and help people out with. But, uh, you know, it was really cool to just see their whole lineup of, of products. And I mean, obviously the YouTube nonprofit stuff is just golden. Um, but some of the other stuff, you know, uh, I just didn't had no, I had no idea that they were doing anything in that market that was focused towards nonprofit. So, so good for them for showing up and having a booth and everything else. Very cool. I actually really loved the Ignite sessions um, okay. just because I think that's where my uh, attention span has gone. And so <laughs> for the five-minute presentations, they were really good. They were packed full of information, and they were, um, and there were so many topics that if, you know, you, you didn't really, uh, like, you couldn't see eye to eye with one of them, it wasn't a big deal. I don't know. Right. So that was really that was really fun for me. I hadn't been to the Ignite sessions in previous. Yeah, neither. I like that format. I'd like to see those online. Yeah, um, Pachachka is really difficult. I've tried it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually what Beth Cantor's session was was scheduled around last year. Okay. And so when I that was my first presentation ever, and um, <laughs> I was terrified. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so actually, N ten. Our NTC was my first presentation and my first conference the year before in 2007. It was my first conference, and then the next year I presented. Wow! So NTC is like my home. I don't know. <laughs> so it's wonderful. That's a good quote. Have <laughs> to use that. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Well, let's take a little break and uh, have Melanie um, talk to us about what's going on at the BOD. All right. Melanie? Run down in the Black BOD news. Uh, 
We have a couple conferences coming up as well for those uh, around the world that maybe couldn't make it to NTC like myself this Aww. year. Uh, next year, Atlanta, here we come. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so we're looking for speakers for our Black Bob Pacific Conference, uh, which will be held in Sydney, Australia on August 20th and 21st. So if wow. we have anyone in Australia that would like to present or would like to fly there and present, <laughs> I'll go there. <laughs> you can visit blackbod.com.au or drop us an email. And we're also looking for speakers for the Blackbod European Conference for Not for Profits, which will be held in London on October 12th and 13th. And the contact there is conference at blackbod.co.uk. And in more international news, we just announced last week that we acquired RLC, which is a, a company based in the Netherlands. And they make uh, Terabase and OneDirect, their Dutch language CRM and membership solution. So we're really excited about that and expanding our European presence there. And another contest we have underway, the BlackBot Now Donation Sweepstakes is in full swing. So in case you haven't heard, BlackBot is a new joint venture between BlackBot and PayPal to help small and growing nonprofits easily get online and begin accepting donations. So that contest runs through June 30th and nonprofits that sign up will be automatically entered. So it only takes about five minutes to set up a website and you can do that at bbnow.com. And also if you're a TechSoup member, we're going to be throwing in Match Finder for free to help you find matching gifts. Cool. So uh, that'll be some news coming up on the TechSoup site. And another new product that has been getting quite a bit of buzz is BlackBot Net Community Grow. It's a great way for nonprofits to get online quickly as well. And Allison, I know you were key in bringing this to market. You want to talk about it a little bit? It's my baby. Aww. I love that. So um, <laughs> we've had Net Community for, for years and um, it's a fantastic solution, but it's huge and broad and pretty sophisticated. It does most anything you'd want to do online. So there's a whole world of organizations out there that know they want to have a, a better um, web presence and have a better looking sort of virtual doorway and do more sophisticated email and uh, manage events online and all that good stuff. But we're a bit at a loss either from a staff perspective, didn't have enough people on staff that could help or um, maybe just didn't have the expertise in that area. So we took all the goodness of Net Community, kind of distilled it down into five key areas and wrapped it in some services so people can pretty much plug and play, be up and running in six to eight weeks and uh, hopefully have some quick success that, that validates their need to invest in um, in the internet. And so there's a white paper that actually describes the methodology that helped us select what goes in it and, and more about it um, at blackbud.com slash grow. Yeah, and there's a web seminar coming up on May 20th if anyone would like to see an overview. And you can visit the event section at blackbud.com to sign up. And one final piece of product news. Bear with us, I promise. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the Financial Edge web portal launched today. Very exciting stuff for people that have to deal with a lot of uh, invoices and requisitions and check requests and all that stuff. Um, we've brought it all on the web so it can be automated and accessed virtually. So you can read about this in all BlackBod news at blackbod.com slash blackbod news. Now, Peter, does that qualify as geeky, that whole online requisition thing, or is that a different <laughs> different category of geekiness? <laughs> you know, my, somebody asked me what my favorite acronym was, and it's BPM. <laughs> it's process management. It's it's what technology should do for an organization. So, cool. Awesome. Excellent. All right. Very good. Thanks for that, Melanie. All very good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. We don't really have much more to talk about. Was there anything at NTC that we didn't cover? If not, we'll go straight to uh, 
shout outs and talk about what's going on. Peter, Earth Justice, anything going on? What, what do you want to plug? Oh, plug in Earth Justice. Well, I, I'm just struggling with supporting an organization in 10 states or nine states with uh, 10 offices, nine states, four of us. Always big challenge. But Earth Justice, we, we probably filed more lawsuits in the last quarter of 2008 than we did the whole year before that. Nice. Um, wow. That coincides nicely with the Bush administration going away and <laughs> doing all that stuff at the last minute. And we've had some great successes out of that, too. I think one of the more notable ones being the uh, big land grab they made in Utah. Uh-huh. Uh, we managed to defeat that one in court. Nice. So that was, that was big. From, from my side of it, um, we're, we're working on a bunch of projects, including, of course, uh, BlackBod's Infinity Platform, rolling in the CRM and the direct marketing. We're going live on that in August, so that's probably the biggest project going on right now. But at the same time, we're upgrading our Citrix servers to new versions, new hardware, all of that. So, so a lot going on for my small staff. And, uh, and just another plug for me and my blogging, I, I put something up yesterday on the Earth Justice blog, which is at unearthed.earthjustice.org on video conferencing. So if you want to learn all about how you put video conferencing in your in your organization, I tried to do that in you know, 100 words or less. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> definitely love your blog. So Good stuff. All right. Well, um, I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, definitely check out Peter at twitter.com slash Peter S. Campbell as well. And uh, hopefully you'll be back in the future. We'll have, definitely have a couple tech topics in the future that I'd love to have you on for. Um, one, sure. of them, one of them being PCI, which uh, is just oh so fun to talk about. But I have a feeling you know a couple things about that. I, I had the fun of uh, making my last job, Goodwill PCI yeah. compliant. Nice. Good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anna, what do you guys have going on right now besides planning oh, well. for next year? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they hibernate well, for wanna... this month? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no hibernation mm, this year. Uh-huh. That was the one thing that Holly said to me. <laughs> no <laughs> hibernation this year. But we, well, I do want to let everyone know that they should mark their calendars for the 2010 NTC, April 8th through the 10th. Um, That's my in birthday. Atlanta. Oh, nice. okay. You can celebrate your birthday and mine as well because mine's the first of April. <laughs> so I'll be working go. through that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I also um, just want to encourage folks to check out our webinar calendar at n10.org forward slash webinars. Um, we have two series coming up um, on Google uh, Grants. So we have a beginner series starting on the 14th of May. And then in June, we'll have an advanced series on um, how to get the most out of your Google Grant. And we'll also have some best of the best uh, NTC webinars coming up there. And um, I just ask everyone to be a little patient as we get all of our um, session materials uploaded and and ready for folks to digest there, too. Hey, um, Anna, what was the uptake like on the surveys? Did people do a lot of texting? We did. We had, believe we had about 1,300 completions Cool for session emails on the mobile, which is great. Um, and we were a little bit concerned that it was down, but the balance between mobile, paper, and online, um, it looks like we've had more response than ever. So that's great. That was great. That was such a good idea. I really liked that. Yeah. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have um, all those sort of emails data to share with everyone as well. Great. All right. Well, thanks for being on, Anna. Definitely check out everything Inten's doing at Inten.org. And uh, you can follow Anna at uh, twitter.com slash Anna Inten. Danielle? All right. Well, from the legislation standpoint, there's actually a lot going on with climate legislation. So if you're an activist or you like to take action online, you should definitely check out our homepage, nwf.org. I think it's the front and center story. And on June 27th, we're having the Great American Backyard Campout. Uh-huh. which is where you camp out with your family. It's a great excuse for a staycation. And I know it's really hot, so leave your tent 
door open so you don't but it's actually in a lot of places i mean it's it's so much fun and it, it's yeah i do yeah. it every year regardless of the size of my backyard right what's so. the date again is it june 27th june 27th yeah okay. so That's awesome yeah. sign me up yeah yeah, no, um, no you, you I'll sign be, yourself up, get in the backyard, we'll do be, it, take photos. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be talking about it more, I'm yeah. sure. But um, it's just nwf.org, and I think it's backyard, or it's actually slash camp out. So. Very cool. All right. Well, Danielle, again, always appreciated to be on the show. As you mentioned, you can check everything out at nwf.org, or you can follow Danielle at twitter.com slash starfocus. Yes. All right, Mr. Neff, Mr. David Neff. Well, I would just mention, um, first of all, uh, you know, Danielle, uh, I see you guys are still in Great Americans. Uh, you know, we have Great American Smoke Out and uh, Great American Weigh In, but that's fine. You know, we're happy to uh, we're happy to sh- we're happy to share the Great Americans with you guys. Uh, nice. <laughs> but, uh, no, we don't I, talk I about cancer. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want you guys uh, obviously, you know, more birthdays is launched. So if you guys haven't, definitely uh, just check out morebirthdays.com and kind of see how we're doing this major rebrand. We have a, a lot of other stuff coming up. Um, and then, you know, if you guys want to check out, I'm having kind of NTC week on my blog. Okay. Uh, so if you guys check out my blog at FI Space, which stands for Future and Innovation Space. So FISpace.org. I'm posting all of our presentations. Um, I have some hardcore geek friends uh, like Peter uh, that are uh, posting some stuff on there as well, doing some guest posts about what they thought of, of some of the tracks and uh, also, I, I think we'll throw up some photo booth photos as well <laughs> Nice for uh, the BlackBot folks. <laughs> and then also, um, I'll save this definitely for another uh, podcast. Hopefully, I can go back on. But uh, I launched my own uh, nonprofit with two other people this week called Lights Camera Help. Uh, and you guys can check out what we're doing with that nonprofit uh, at lightscamerahelp.com uh, or lightscamerahelp.org. Uh, and it's not 501c3, but obviously that's our next step. And uh, I'll save that, though, for another. I don't want to get all my messages mixed up. I can come on without my, uh, without my ACS hat on next time, chat or it's something a, It's like okay. That. We all wear a lot of different hats. So uh, you know, definitely, definitely check it out. I think it's a really cool project. And uh, you know, it's definitely a good niche that like, it doesn't seem like really anybody was you know, serving. Yeah, as far as I know, we're the only people in the, the world to be doing it. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. Well, again, I'm appreciative that you were on the show today. Definitely check out David at uh, twitter.com slash DaveIM for all the Tweety goodness. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, Steve. We'll plug next week's uh, Blackboard Conference for Nonprofits mm-hmm. in beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Yes. And so we'll have lots of our Canadian friends and, and some U.S. folks from the uh, Northeast at our conference in Ottawa. So looking forward to uh, that. Allison? Yeah. Um, I already mentioned the yeah. new white paper, so uh, right. that's it. Blackbot.com slash grow. Very good. Other than that, thanks for everybody for all their hard work and good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely be at the conference next week as well, speaking on real-time social media use. So, And one of the things I'll be talking about, which I, the thing I wanted to plug, which was the, uh, the Intend Staff Relief Fund, which... Uh, I think as of the beginning of this podcast was up to $570, which was really cool. So get your spa clothes ready, Anna. I <laughs> just want to thank you guys for starting that up. That's too, too kind. <laughs> um, just, just I'm definitely looking forward going. to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, please, if you're listening to the show and you haven't donated yet, you still have three or four more days. So um, definitely head out to n10spa.bbnow.org uh, um, and um, just hooked up with PayPal so you can donate a dollar or $100,000, you know, however, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll take 100000 <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> However your wallet's feeling would be fine. So. But yeah, we really do appreciate everything you guys do. I mean, it is an amazing event and that's why we wanted to talk about it today and that's why we set up the fun. So, uh, well, we're appreciative to have such a great community to work with and you all make it possible. So nice. it's a joy to do it. We just want to picture Brent in like a mud bath or something. Good point. You know, <laughs> Brent, sorry. <laughs> Take one of the photos. That's the requirement. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it happen, Anna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that does it for this episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank our guests, Steve McLaughlin, Melanie Mathis, Allison Van Deest, Danielle Brigida, Anna Richter, Peter Gamble, and David Neff. Whew. All right, uh, you can keep up with the podcast and other webby things by following me on Twitter at twitter.com slash chadnorman or by checking out my blog at blackbod.com slash webby things. If you have any feedback, please send us an email at thebodcast at blackbod.com. Until next time, I'm Chad Norman, and thanks for listening to the podcast. David, I can't believe you you slipped in fancy rat. Are we talking about swine flu on today's episode? We talked about swine flu all you No, want. no swine flu. <laughs> Steve, what'd you call it yesterday? A hamdemic? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I stole that from someone, but I can't remember where. So I wish I could take credit for that. Oh, that's so yeah, great. Yeah, there's like hamdrax and snoutbreak. Yeah, yes, snoutbreak I saw on the Daily Show. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, you don't actually own okay. Great American anything. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, you guys are hilarious. They involve Earth Justice in the lawsuit over the name. There was an amazing Thai restaurant across the street, too, that Chad can vouch for. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a problem with vegetarian conference food. Yeah, so I had my lunch at the same restaurant four days in a row, and I'm not embarrassed to admit it. Oh, it was so good, though. <laughs> was it good? I don't know what good Thai food is. I know the really good places, and, and they aren't right around the top. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> so I thought this would be a good chance to just sort of, you know, uh, I was going to say decompose. <laughs> 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 deconstruct the event and we'll decompose later 